Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWN podcast. Out with me, the diary of the strong black people. I'm here in the rabbit hole. I got Mr. Terry Brown back again. He has already been in the rabbit hole with me once before, and he's running it back. Um, Mr. Terry, man, let him know who you are again, what you got going on, keep the, and keep the people posted. Yo, I got, I got the tree service going on, BLT tree service, serving the whole low country. Um, helping people understand their tree needs, um, some of their landscaping needs, because I've done landscaping also, trying to keep the younger generation motivated to let them know that it's a different way to be outside than to be outside. Hmm. <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. Uh, it's, it's definitely outside is, ooh, if you out there, do what you got to do. Get the hell back. Definitely. Use your time wisely out there. Cause it's it's so much now to just like we have so much time on our hands. So much. And it's crazy how much time we got on our hands, but it's still flying by so quick. And it's making head spin. Sure. It is making head spin. And just the the number of black entrepreneurs that were produced through this pandemic. The success, growth, yeah, may not have been 100% of our community, but step by step, it it was a good fraction and that's a step forward. And even with that, for people that was just starting up because they had to with that, and somebody like you who's had this for a good while. Yeah, this is uh, year number five. Well, I'm actually approaching year number five. Mm-hmm. Um, and during the pandemic, matter probably a few months before the pandemic, I was definitely pro-entrepreneurship. So I've been kicking it to folks that way for a while. I also been kicking it to them because of some of the benefits, um, like not necessarily having to clock in, you know, per se. Um, so I gained a sense of freedom and in being an entrepreneur, I also lost freedom as well. So I make people be knowing of that initially because um, <clears throat> it's not all glitz and glamour. It's a lot of hard work. Um, I actually have less available funds at times than I did before I was an employee. Mm-hmm. Preparing for the unknown because every day is an unknown. Um, there can be a really great day or a great week, a great month, and then you can go back to nothing. And so it's just like being outside. You know, every day is a risk. Every day is an opportunity to make something shape. Uh, no risk, no reward. And that's that's just the mindset you gotta have to have your own because the discipline that you gotta have 
the discipline to stop yourself doing something that you would you know you have to get rid of that you should get rid of but you still would think of a way to keep it around and just say well I just move some other stuff to try to give that some more like instead of just buckle down and getting rid of we would try to still drag it out as long as possible until it is the last drop and we like ah shit it always gotta be something detrimental the light bill always coming bro Nah, you know, some folks pay it forward. Some people wait, you know, until the last day. Some people go on schedule payment arrangements. But either way it go, I don't think nobody trying to be without lights. We all just handle it differently. And entrepreneurship is definitely like knowing that the lights got to stay on. You just don't know how the money going to flow. And so if you steward it right and treat it like a child to grow it over time, the discipline will definitely come to you. Um, So you start saving more, start paying more attention to where every dollar you touch is going. You at some point in time in entrepreneurship, you are definitely going to pursue some type of financial literacy. Because in dealing with money and people, you really start to understand how much you know and don't know about how money works, how it moves, you know, how the people with it move, how they operate, how they think. You get to see a different beast. And there are a lot of beauties that come with it, a lot of dark times, too. But you are in control for a lot of it. But, you know through the pandemic, right? How how much everybody struggled through that. And you watch and people coming out of it. And now people kind of really didn't manage it right. And they're going back in it. But just to see that and just watch it unfold, it's like, damn, we had a chance. And you fumble because you just keep wondering and thinking there's something else going to happen. So, oh, fuck it. I get another shot. You know, tax time is the black people's Super Bowl. Tax return season. What's the Super Bowl? They wait till February. That's the Super Bowl. You know, it's up. You know, some of the ball is starting December. You know, because you're just coming out of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Getting into the new year. Yeah, I worked all hard year to get to Christmas. Now you're trying to reload. Still living in the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. But you trying now you you trying to you trying to survive till February, middle of February. So you get that get that tax return. It boils down to mindset. Because you know, um, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that struggle during the pandemic. And then on the flip side of that coin, it's a lot of people that came up during the pandemic. I know a lot of businessmen, entrepreneurs, and the pandemic was the best thing that happened to them since business. And I know others who weren't so lucky, so to speak. A lot of people did not take advantage of finding out themselves. Oh, man, that's and that's a tragedy um, because I'm a firm believer that in everything you do, you got to know yourself. 
or else you'll continuously buy somebody else. And it's like a lot of people now waking up, but a lot of them now that they up, they panic. They panic. Because it's like, I don't know what it was and why it seemed like things was just so slow for us when we was growing up, but it's like you looked up and time had flew. And our generation was never taught how to, we had some that had granddaddy that was still around, you know, work with your hands, you know, but city boys is kind of different. You know what I'm saying? In the city, you find that a lot in the country, but then you still have in the city, in the hood, you still got granddaddy slipped through there and still in the household, you know, with grandma, you know. So you got a couple of that. So, but other than that, we were not properly equipped. It. And it got even worse because now we supposed to be teaching behind us and entertainment not grab hold and got them in the stronghold. And we don't even know how to get them out. Money always moving, bro. Money yeah. always moving. Yeah. And entertainment got money. Yeah. And for a lot of people, even though they say money can't buy happiness, um, it can definitely buy influence. Yeah. Now, now mm-hmm. I know I saw, shout out Money Mate. I saw him do an interview I think on Instagram or something like that, I saw the clip uh, about a week ago and the interviewer said, yeah, well, you know, you got a lot of money, you make a lot of money, but money can't buy happiness. And he said, that's the damn lie. He said, man, I ain't never been this happy before. He said, now, if your money can't buy happiness, it's because you don't have enough of it. It's like I'm able to provide for me and my family. I can take care of all of my needs. So why wouldn't I be happy? Because they want more. The greed. Right. What is that reason, though? It, they don't know because they just want the greed. They, that the happiness is to know that you just got a psyche of feeling like you just keep elevating. But the thing about it is when you start touching more zeros at the six, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. They it's, never it's, touch six figures it, at one time. At, at one, once it clicked, over six, uh, the way in the money, boy, is that's LA time money now. You you're not on the this East Coast right here. That Atlanta, yeah. we strictly six figures, right? You got some, you got some M's in Atlanta, but it, it's some real connect. It's some black folks that's really getting it, but to but that's those are not in the media and open millionaires in the eight. And that's the that's the great thing to where a lot of them down there too that's black owned mm-hmm. businesses, you know, if they're not Hollywood quote unquote, most of the time in the A, if you get too Hollywood, you know, you end up going there. You know, just Jeezy, T.I. just still too, you know what I'm saying, stay on that. But Hollywood like Shaq, Snoop, Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? Like shit. I'm still trying to, I haven't even researched the Tyler Perry thing. I don't know where Tyler Perry stayed, but it's, but the thing about it is he's not too much Hollywood, Hollywood now because he has already solidified the Hollywood money. So going to Atlanta, bro, like 
He's a made man. You live in Georgia like a king with the amount of money that the Hollywood was giving you, and you take that money and live in the eight and cool with that? You cool with that? That's happiness, bro. I don't Not agree one. with everything. My bad, bro. I ain't even mean to touch you. I don't agree with everything that Tyler do, but definitely big shouts out to him. Um, not only did he solidify a spot for himself, but look at all of the people around him. Mm-hmm. I mean, my man went and bought his own island, bro. Don't know where he stayed, but my man went, my man made it and was fortunate enough to grab his own island. So, you know, it's like, you just find you you pick once you know yourself, you figure out what it is that you want. I really just think though, when you live in the Hollywood LA lifestyle, is the continuously happy to stay doing this and doing this and doing this. It's like after he done put the work in, it's like that's one that really was just like, I'm gonna go back and live like a king with the price of living is cheaper. And still help my people. Now, is he do he still have Hollywood morals when he the way that he runs things? You never know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anybody that you know that I follow that says they working with Tyler Perry, but he's he's definitely opened up a lot of job opportunities. A lot. I know he's definitely had his fair share of struggles too. Um, for him to testify to being homeless, you know, risking it all, sleeping in a car, all those type of things, which are things that can sometimes come with being on being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you not even sometimes, a lot of times, you know, you placing a bet and it's all or nothing. In California, yeah. Yeah. You get you better know if you don't know. And you ain't got a for show for show. Oh no, it's never, it's no sleeping on couches in California. You homeless. In the eight, but the Atlanta, Georgia is the only place African American, anybody cannot have a place to stay and be like, I got a talent. I got to drive and go to Atlanta and build from ground up and do that thing. You can't do that. No other city, no other state. Atlanta is the only place you can take advantage of that. And that's why they don't want us to go. I'm glad you said that. Um, because Atlanta is a different animal. Not just because of the area, but the people that make up that area. And what I can attest to is the people in Atlanta are definitely networkers. So, yeah, you can go to Atlanta and bump into somebody not know nobody. You can bump into somebody. And they look like you. And they might look out for you. They look just like you. Yeah, because you might go up there with a talent and have nothing, nowhere to go, no nothing. Somebody like, yo, oh, no, nah, come on, bro. You can, you know, you Man, can kick it on the couch. Or, you, know, you, know? you know Atlanta is Wakanda. Yeah. Right? Because Atlanta, I heard, you know, two of my partners, uh, shout out to Boo and, uh, of O'Shea, you know, they were talking about, um, you know, collabing and they were talking about, you know, just the Georgia and, and, and just connections and networking. Every state is competing against 
a city, which is Atlanta. Atlanta is standing strong against states. Mm-hmm. Florida. Florida yeah. The state New of York. Florida, they don't network like the A. New York, they don't network like the A. Um, Texas. Some of Texas, like, you know, looking at different artists. That's and, still a state. Yeah, you know, but. Against a city. I don't think nobody. I don't think nobody, you know, and maybe it's the Southern hospitality. I don't know what it is, but they definitely have a strong sense of togetherness. Yeah. Outsiders or not, you know, if you in, you in. Somebody will give you a chance in the eight. And like, yeah, you might. They can feed you the water, but you can't drink it. They can't make you drink it. Right. But for the right person, I'm like, I don't necessarily need nobody to make me drink it. I'm like, but somebody that'll lead me to water and I'm already mm-hmm. looking for water. I'm like, you're doing me a real solid. Because all you had all you had to do is let me know you know where it's at. You could have just told me. They walked you to it. Come on. They yeah. walk, they took the time to walk you to it. Walk you to it, drive you to it. Like you can't you can't beat that. I I see that when I, I've always said, man, if somebody's sticking their neck out, bro, they ain't never had to do that. So it's only right, boy, when somebody go out on a limb for you, boy. Get it. Like I, I take that, I take pride in that, bro, because even sometimes some people are doing you didn't even ask. So especially with that, if you ain't even act, you didn't have to act. Or the ones who when you really down, they look out and they get they help you out. Whether it's something that you would it's ideal that you want. But even with that though, we have to get to bro, when we have our own, we can't be ashamed too to create stuff. Like they create create positions and put our loved ones and our children there. And why we got to be big to do it either. Yeah. Like, who cares that everybody has a position name? See, the thing about it is people just want to talk that because you you are you only move by title. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I understand because black people just want to feel like they got it. Like they just want to feel like it because they it's so hard to get. So the title is something that they hold near and dear. And that's why they're able to pencil with you salary-wise when you're working for somebody. You know what I'm saying? But the 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 fear of failing and falling flat on your face of just having your own is what make them just be like, well, just give me the title. So you can just, when people say what you do, man, I never forget you ask me. Like, why do you think people ask you? When y'all first come in contact, you know, they made in conversation, you know, what do you do for a living? Right. It's like, bro, people really do that. Classification. Yeah. Everywhere. They teach us that in school, though. You know, um, if you don't have nothing, I can sell you a title. I, I can sell it to you. I can give it to you. It would be different if you already had, you know, most of the people in our community aren't havers. You know, and so something is better than nothing for some folks. And then for some folks, it's all or nothing. You know, but they go back to what you said earlier. Do you know yourself? They don't. And no. they're afraid to. I keep telling you they're afraid to because when you finally know, then now you gotta, you have to go and put in the work for it because now once you are enlightened, Cause you act, so now you wasting time. You wasting your purpose now. Cause you you act for it, it was revealed. It's on you now, because now you blatantly ignoring it. 
Because you scared. But it's they step out there and do as I say. You know what I'm saying? Trust in me. You know, but you sitting there like, nah, people will walk blind on purpose. Man, you preaching to me right now. You're preaching to me right now, bro. People who walk blind on purpose. Fear is non-existent, but it's really real, though. I think fear is the greatest controller that we have never seen before, but it's really real. And they got analog stick. Yeah. And they got analog. Yeah, in the directional button. I'm talking about you playing. They are playing 2K with our life. Cheerleaders, you know. They, they playing 2K with our life. And we just riding there, just letting them guide us. When they say puppets, but people don't realize they, even with the Metroverse thing, that the Metaverse that they're going to come out with, like, they was already preparing. Yeah. Like, I've never seen so many people be so interested in their, my player in 2K. Mm-hmm. I was like, boy, is it that serious? Like, I remember when in my 20s, bro, we was on that shit hard in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, 2020, anywhere from 19 to about 24, mm-hmm. 25. It was going it, down. It was going down. 2K was going down, but that was before so much emphasis was on the my player playing online. You were just creating a new game playing through a season. You didn't have to go through the practicing drills. They right. were setting you up with giving you an option to do it, but people weren't choosing to do it because it wasn't it wasn't something that they were making us do. But once they stopped allowing you to put your 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 things up with just pure coin and make you have to go in the gym, now people gotta be like, damn, I can't get my vertical up unless I go do the vertical drill. So it's making them step by step. And it's like the 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 amount of time and effort they put in the appearance of the player. Like they are when they did the face scanners, like immediately they scanning their face and throwing it on that digital person. Niggas out there wait walking into the footlocker stores like virtually like, hey y'all, bro, I'm going to the rack. Like niggas is not going to the YMCA no more whooping, like they uh-huh. going to the rack on 2K. And now I can sell you a version of you, an NBA version of you. You feel me? Yeah, like. And I'm going to start you off with some coins when you buy the Legend Edition. Come on. I can walk you through the process. I'm going to give you some tools to start your man out now. How you spend that bread is on you. But I'm going to give you some bread for buying this dude. All of that. And I'm going to make you spend it back, though, because you're going to either get the coins from playing in the games. I mean, you got to play a flawless game. Or now you're going to be going and putting your card information in, buying more coins so you can get your man shit up. Buying time. Buying. Buying time. But I mean, and really, it's buying time for them. You're selling your time, though. Because look, Grand Theft Auto was already walking you into it. Oh, yeah. But like, niggas really was, that 2K shit took the fuck off. Yeah. Like, it I took precedent over the Grand Theft Auto. Like, niggas, and you got chicks spending a lot of time on 2K. Niggas is online and headsets getting it in. Like, I remember when we was growing up, it was Madden Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Madden Nation. All day, every day. It, it, it was Madden, Madden tournaments on TV. That 2K done took the fuck over. And I'm talking about niggas who never played basketball, but getting they man right. One player. One player. One player. And and can't wait to get our work to oh. go do that. 
I've been there before, bro. I never forget. I, matter of fact, I still remember to this day the first time I took my debit card. Matter of fact, I ain't, I ain't use my debit card. I keep it all the way on it. I used my credit card in Boston, BC. And I remember telling my little partner, I'm like, bro, I felt like such a sack that day. I'm like, bro, I just bought some BC with $20 so I could get, you know, because I ain't want to have to spend all that time. And all. Yeah, we all did it. Everybody. That, that, first, we, that first one. We spent that first one and never did it again. Everybody around me was doing it. But so we, I was like, we, I just we did know. it the first to see how much we get. If What deal we was going, we had an amount we wanted to spend. That's right. And how much ever they gave it, we already analyzed how much that I can spit it out. Now, and even with that, you already putting your man up and you split it and see how much he like, well, damn, all these, I can't really, I got to go do the drills for that one. So if I got to do the drills for that one, whatever ones that allow me to just let it up, I'm going to let it up on this. And then if I really need whatever I got to do drills for, I do it. But most of the time, niggas that have a 44 post game, like, don't give a fuck by it. Like, I ain't like, we're going to go. Like, niggas really was breaking that shit down. And I, that that is when I knew, like, I stopped playing Madden because when you can't throw the deep ball no more, they took that away. Oh, yeah. You had to play defense. All right, fuck them. <laughs> you had to start knowing the route. It was niggas. Changing their routes on me, bro, while I got the controller. Like, oh, yeah. I'm talking about knowing the audibles and I'm knowing a, the route tree with I'm the controller. Audible type nigga. Knowing the route tree and it can hide it and hurry it. Like, Very much click, so. click, 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 click. Like, I started playing my life. Fuck that. I started playing 2K because it was a, a, a stop, a never end. It was like up and down, up and down. And it was a choice on if you slow the game down if you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the glitches on it. How fast you wanted to go and how fast you wanted your mind to go, as reckless as you was, because at the beginning you could just throw a long pass. And they started getting better with letting it go out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But then then it started getting actually a little real like, nigga, you can't be throwing that pass from way back there and it's getting on the mark anyway. Like, come on. So it got it got more real. And it's once once niggas start talking about me and me in the wreck and Teaming up on the rucker with each other, bro, and having teams and kids at plate, you know what I'm saying? Calling downs like we at late mail. I'm like, <laughs> dirty. Oh, hell no. Boy, I got shit to do. I just wanted to play the season when I'm bored. I ain't trying to do all that shit. Around that time is when I really started disciplining myself more as an entrepreneur. Because I started noticing how much time I was giving the game versus tracking my spending, you know, seeing what was coming in, what's going out, um, know, knowing and understanding how my credit cards work, knowing the differences between the due date and the balance date, knowing, you know, keeping track of, make well, making sure that the dates all match, you know. Um, and then as a hustler, even I did it up on the VC, I thought about it like two or three days straight afterwards. Like, okay, cool. I just spent this much for some VC to mm-hmm. play the game for a little while. I could have taken that same money and mm-hmm. did something. And, and so I was like, all right, cool. Entrepreneurship is the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, instead of trading your time for money to somebody else, you're putting yourself in control of your time. You're still trading it for money. 
Now, maybe you get a greater return. Maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. Hold on how you negotiate. And market yourself. That's right. You know, even with that, I when you say to buy that just to play for a little while, it's really literally a little while. Right. So all that you spent for a little while is like one or two games. Right. Like it one or two games. When are you, you know, I think my last one was 2018 and I did that because I went to truck driving school. I went to orientation. I was like, we're going to be in a hotel room. Shit, we might as well get on 2K. So I bought the new 2K. After I left, that shit never played that bitch ever again. You know what I'm saying? But I knew it was real and it was time for me to stop playing that shit when the motherfuckers that from 2008, all the way up to 2013 that I used to be bashing their ass in that shit, they actually started taking that shit and putting in work with it. And once I had them niggas start tag teaming, whooping my ass, trying to whoop my ass, and have fun doing that shit. I was like, bro, I can't, I can't keep trying to compete on something that I'm not gonna give my time in. And it's and it's getting the thing about it is just pure talent of knowing where the shit's supposed to be. Cause now you're gonna, if if I'm not putting in the time and the effort, now knowing the game of basketball, I'm thinking, and I'm just going, I'm figuring out where the ball and where everybody's supposed to be. But I'm not realizing it's a video game. So I'm thinking that, that that pass is there. That split second is there because as a human, I know that shit can get there. Mm-hmm. But it's a video game. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm the the my thinking process is I'm gonna outthink my opponent in this game of basketball, but I gotta realize we're not doing it physically. Nope. We're 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 relying on a video game to move as fast as my brain moving or as my humanly possible. If I was doing it physically, would try to do it. And that's the frustrating part too, because it was like, damn, that's like being physically playing. And as you get older, you're like, when you find another part of your game to just coincide for your loss of athleticism. So I felt like not practicing the shit, get my skill level out, you know, start not realizing that it's a video game. When they up their things, it's getting realer and realer. So it start the video game is actually showing these players deficiencies in their skill level as you playing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not up to date on the getting in the gym practice and that shit, you're thinking that the nigga can cross over a certain way. But yeah, you know that. But it's a video game. You know, oh shit, I'm about supposed to put that between my legs. You try, but it's a video game. And we are, and we are in this simulation and. Wanting that to be because we feel like everything can be going wrong during that day. Niggas will not be able to can't wait to get home to put that headset on because that shit makes you feel bigger than you ever felt to have a press conference at the game to go to being finals MVP, MVP of the league, field champion, dunk contest champion, three point contest for you to feel that type of accomplishment through a virtual reality video game. And that be the thing that gives you your satisfaction. It's a de-stressor. Boy. Ooh. You we, just said two uh two key things though. Mm-hmm. It was like the time and the effort that you would have to put into the video game. Mm-hmm. And that's like everything else in life were the same way. Yeah. You gotta put in the time and the effort. Yeah. You know, 
Um, you know, they say you got to put 10,000 hours in anything to become a professional. Mm. You know? I got a thing where anything I do for 30 days is because of habit. Right. Psychology say anything that you do 21 times becomes a habit. Mm. So you can do it 21 times in a day. You can pick up a habit in a day. Mm. Now, most people don't look at it that way. But yeah. Now, I think it takes 48 hours mm-hmm. to break a habit, to not do something for 48 hours. Discipline. Your mind will reset. You don't have to do, you don't have to be disciplined to do fuck shit. No, no, hell no. You are, but you always got to be disciplined to cut the fuck shit. Right. Because you got to consciously tell yourself. You not gotta, to do the fuck shit. Right. That's crazy. And the fucked up part is you got to think about the fuck shit. And tell yourself that you're not going to do the fuck shit. And battle yourself yeah. not to do the fuck shit. And with discipline, like, and one thing that I've learned is, like, for me, I've been an alcoholic before. I say before, there are other people, like the people at Alcoholics Anonymous that'll tell you, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Because I guess because like, technically is a disease. Well, they say disease. that you are who you are. And so just like if you were ever an addict, you're always an addict. And so, you know, an alcoholic just is somebody because most people drink, consume alcohol in some way, shape, form or fashion. Alcoholics don't have limits. Yeah. but Yeah. And that's why they never ban alcohol. They're bad weed. But alcohol will get you killed. Right. But. Or kill somebody. Yeah, 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 most definitely. So they need well, that crime. They need that, that to level out crime. I mean, you know, it's now you can get high on some sleep, drugs. You can get you can get high on some dope, but alcoholism, bro, is you know that really being blacked out. You know, that is something that my heart goes out because blacking out is very dangerous. Look That that's very dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Now getting high and falling asleep somewhere that and that the marijuana is the only thing. All the other drugs is like it's 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 the detriment to your body and your soul because your soul begins to be them drugs mm-hmm. makes your soul vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your mind is already vulnerable, but because the soul can't fight. Depending on how strong that mind and the negative thoughts is, if you're not spiritually inclined, the spirit can't step in to overtake your mind because the devil overtakes the mind. God forbid you have any of that at a young age. Mm-hmm. Cause most of them usually do. Now the real, real ones, they start, you know, drinking beer, you know, at 10, 11, 9, you know what I'm saying? Cause they got beer around the house. Like, like they, they drink beer or they ain't the liquor. Or sneaking a shot of liquor. The two eleven. I don't know. It's still back when we were younger, 06, 04, the steel cans, you know what I'm saying? Or smoking a joint. Yeah, you know, or, or a cig- or, you know what I'm saying? Or a cigarette. So, any of and then it's on one of your real brothers or your armor cigarette. I done done all of it. Yeah. And I had no idea that because the brain is not fully developed yet, you tell you're telling your body that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And so because you're doing things that people use to cope with their problems, you're developing problems that you don't have yet because it all looked cool, you know, or because it was around or because your peers were doing it or, you know, there are multiple 
reason, but you know, it, mental health is definitely real. It is. Most definitely. Um, I dealt with some of that with Booker. And so <clears throat> every day you make decisions. And like I was saying earlier about being an alcoholic before, what I learned to do was replace that bad habit with a healthier habit. And so any habits that I find that I have, once I know that I have them, I trade them for healthier habits. And that's my compromise. Man, it's, it's, a, it's a psychological warfare, man. On a daily basis. Spiritual and, too. And, but the thing about it is the spirit, we spiritual people, it's been there. It's that mind that they know that can taint the spirit. That mind is a, it says the mind is a terrible thing to win. Now, brain damage, the spirit can't save it. Because you did. Like, with, without the brain being, this, the spirit's going to live forever, but the brain is going, that means your organ's going to stop. That your, the brain, when the brain there, you on a machine, the machine telling your body, it's telling your organs to work. The thing about it is your spirit will overtake brain water, not brain dead. Nah, the crazy part about that is, and I um invite people to do their own research on everything. I've looked at um some of that before, and I know that there were cases from the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. in New York, and the board of directors and doctors from the Doctors Association determined then that there is no way to determine brain activity, actually. So we never really know whether somebody's brain dead or not. Um, But to me, if you don't think you brain dead. But, I mean, but it's saying that the brain is what tells your organ to operate, right? So if you're saying that not doing their own research, then yeah, that's something that motherfuckers need to look up to really see if the brain is, but for you, the uh, my thing is this though, if it's, you can't track the brain activity, but it has to be something that you got to be able to tell on, especially just the the ticks on the chart of just to know that there is brain energy because how are we so easily played it? You know what I'm saying? All it does is the repetition of something, it becomes a habit, you remember it, you embed it. Curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity. Like, uh, um. So, I mean, it depends. Okay. So, just showing interest in it. So, that's going to make you. But I, I just, okay, you saying that curiosity, but I just see it as. It's not being curiosity. It's just always keep throwing it in your face you, without permission. A lot of this stuff coming from 2020, 2021, it's been forced in your face. Like, vote this person, vote this person. Yeah. It's been forced. Yeah. Like, so it, it, it ain't, it, it's became, that is peer pressure. I think they call it voluntary involuntary. Yeah, like, that That was peer pressure, like, of just like, well, damn. Because you see it and hear it so much. It's just. If you didn't have a TV, would you still see it? I, and that's the thing. No, but you heard it on the radio. If you don't have a radio, would you still hear it? No. 
Yeah. And so if you had social think, media, you were right. ARC. And yeah. I think that I think that might be one of the reasons they call it voluntary and voluntary because there are people on the side of the roads with signs for various things every day. A lot of them we probably never pay attention to. So we never know whether they were something important, whether it's frivolous. We don't know. But I'm a product of being in solitary confinement and knowing not having that or having that everything that you just called out. I don't. Me too. So just to be, because now you can understand that because like you said, we wouldn't know. I don't know. But I, I can go easily and go find out if I want to know. So that's curiosity. That's curiosity. Yeah. The light went down. That Y'all been talking about that a lot. Maybe I should go and look, you know what I'm saying? Because they know for the one who are woke that's not paying attention to that, they need something to lower us in. Because mm-hmm. you can't unlearn certain things. You get certain things into that mind, into that spirit, you can't let it go. They say you can't unhear what you heard, you can't yes. unsee what mm-hmm. you saw. Or learn, unlearn what you learned. Um, no, I think you definitely can unlearn. You can uh, forget. But without practice, but it's certain things, bro, that you just you never forget how to count. Well, it's possible. If you don't do it, okay. If you never count your money from mentorship, I used to feel that same way, and I I definitely grew as a man when they taught me that I had to unlearn Mm -hmm. some of the things that I knew and that I thought I knew, learn something else, and I say, well, how you do that? They say you got to read. I was like, read? He was like, yeah. The one thing people hate. Oh, oh, okay. All right. When you say unlearn is, okay. Right. You're breaking that. Right. Breaking the, is unlearning the wrongdoings Mm -hmm. of, so when I say unlearn, uh, not forgetting the wool that you pulled over. Oh, yeah. uh, Unlearning, damn, I just seen that. You know, damn, I just heard that. Now, you know, the that part, but of corrective measures of educating yourself, yes, there is a that and that I don't think but that is a holistic of saying unlearning. It I would just I see that as just as simple as when you know better, you do better, correcting. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And not in unlearning, just but that was dumb. Nah, Forget about it. Let me ask you this now. Because I definitely feel the same way and I had a combo. Earlier today, I told my partner the same thing. I'm like, bro, we all know stuff, but I'm convinced that we don't really know unless we're applying it. Because mm-hmm. if you know something and you don't do it, do you really know it? We just follow instructions, like always. Yeah. And so, you know, um, knowledge ain't that's Knowledge is key, but knowledge ain't power. Application, you know, because we can have 10 key not know what doors they go to and it does us no good but if you know what door you know turn what key turns the door and so application is definitely definitely important um unlearning some things is really easier said than done um because once you know yourself and you become aware or woke um, you know, when I like to tell people when you get your sight, when you can see and you are no longer in the dark, 
it get rough sometimes. Sometimes you may not want to see what you see. You know what's so crazy? Um, we grew up with when we say things like we see deaf people or blind people, and they can if they're blind they can hear mm-hmm. feel real. We think when we speak of that, you know, you start thinking about triggers or things that people like midgets don't like to be called midgets. They want to be called what little people. It's little words like you can't call anybody gay the F word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you can't you can't even say the 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 back word you got to say the shot. Yeah. Like it, it it's just crazy. Like that you gotta be but business. <laughs> Cause money never sleep, bro. Yeah, damn. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy. It is. I was just thinking about um, who I was going that we got so misconstrued that we made it seem like they had superpowers. But those was trigger words for those because they they were like, you know, because you would tell a blah, blah, oh, you must can see it smell good. Like your senses go up when you lose. They're like, it's not true. Because technically it's not. A lot of things a blind person you know, explained it and broke it down so perfect and it made sense to me hearing this. They're like, you know, what happens is if you blindfold yourself mm-hmm. and walk across the street, if you don't trust yourself to know how to feel, maneuver, and know to learn the tire pattern of how to feel like your depth perception of the tires coming to you, how close you know they are because you can't see to fit to know it, to sense how know where how far the shit goes down or how close or you can hear, you can smell the rubber, right? You can smell the exhaust really well. Right? It's the one thing about it is if you don't trust yourself, you have the luxury of pulling that blindfold back up and jumping out the fucking way. Mm-hmm. They don't. So what do they have to do? They have to take the time how to up the other senses. We have to pay attention to a lot more things. You have to be more aware for it to happen. So when you learn how to pay attention to the tires and how it sounds on the road coming close to you, if you can feel somebody walking up close to you, you can smell if they haven't washed or you can smell the fragrance that they have and be like, is this, 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 to be able to touch a wrist and can tell if they're fat, skinny, pretty, ugly. It's, but we don't take the time to just feel. No, we take advantage of hot and ready. Miscellaneous things, yeah. you know? And so I like that analogy you just gave about the blindfold. And so what I would ask is this. Would you say that they were more spiritually inclined due to the lack of other things? So like they're I like I would imagine that a blind man could never get distracted with his eyes. But when you ask that question, all right, if they are yes or no, but the thing about it is they were forced to though. Is they didn't have a choice. Right. So it's like like I said at the beginning. For us to change, it got to be the detriment. It's got to be something over the top that say to make you just say, oh, damn, I got to change that. 
You know what right. I'm saying? That's the fucked up thing about it. So they had to change that. They had to change that. And because that's the only way they would survive. But if you got a choice, you really think you're going to learn that stuff without discipline? And discipline of knowing that you have another option. They have to discipline and come to terms that I got to discipline because there's no other option of seeing. But if that's gone, I got to make a way to make myself around this bitch. Because first of all, I can't even trust that a motherfucker go that's helping me walk go maybe and let me walk where I need to go. See, like that's that's a deep one though, bro. Because if you never actually saw it before, how would you ever really know that you was missing something unless somebody told you? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if you never heard before, how would you know that you were missing out on something, or how would you know that you were that different? Unless somebody broke it down to you, mm-hmm. you know, like being underprivileged. If you never saw privilege before, how would you know that you were not privileged? How would the world operate without identity? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Because <clears throat> that's that's how. Okay, that the question that you asked then that goes into identity mm-hmm. because of. Someone telling you something that is going to be how you identify yourself, and that is how you're placed in a category. So, but how, but how can the world not operate without identity? Judgment. People say, "Don't judge me." Let's be honest. You go into the car dealership. Mm-hmm. They make sure they detail them cars mm-hmm. because as you're driving down the aisle. You just looking for one blemish, one scratch, one something to cut that out to your option. So they all have to be perfect. They all have to be. So when you look at one and say, oh, no, that's too small. Oh, no, that's unlike the Trump space. You're judging it. That is how you're able. We get judged in the court system. You're judged in competition. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... But all of those things fit the same narrative also now. Mm-hmm. So none of those scenarios that you just mentioned are ever about a unit. It's mm-hmm. always about an individual. Mm-hmm. And so it's really difficult because we got sold on the idea of perfect. And we, mm-hmm. seen, we just see examples of what they tell us perfect is or what our mind has formulated an opinion on. I think I think we've gotten away of the notion of the word perfect because we know perfect is unattainable, right? So now we're living about the one that's the closest thing that the measuring stick and goalposts can waver. We go by great. Do we know? We go with great because great can teeter and totter depending on who's first, who's second. How far along are you? What is the greats? Because now we throw around a lot of greats. So how far apart are they? And how far is unattainable is the word great then? Where, where's the lowest part of great? Good. Huh? Good. But no, what I'm saying is, okay, so what's the highest part of great? <laughs> what's the highest part of great? So it's like, uh, I, I see what you're going. It's a low. What's the what's what's the what's what's the low class of great? 
we we never know, especially with white folks, right? Mm-hmm. I just said this on the on another episode, like they only show their their network is only shared because they have to line them up against how many black successful people are to bump them down. So they're gonna have to slide their people in between some of those spaces because they don't need all black entrepreneurs taking over. Because it's only that's the only reason why we know they're millionaires. But then keep it a secret. We somebody turn up, we be like, who the fuck is that? We still look at older ones like Tommy Hill figure, a real, real established white people that that's old. And we're we're about to start looking at the heirs of them. But now the new stuff that's coming out, bruh, we don't know. We don't know. We definitely don't know. But this new generation shit, got. <laughs> we don't know none of them. So it's like you could come and go and 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 what's great then? So if we don't see nothing, if we don't, if the lowest of great that we see or falling off is them is A minus, why do we see from the ones we see as great as A and you are still, we watch F list black people like that. I mean, bro, we don't, we go through the channel through a black person and we will watch them go from a and watch their decline. Is that by design? Yes. Because at the end of the day, you can't look at that and and somebody tell you, nah, that's not it. And you just be like, well, damn, well, maybe I am tripping. Mm-hmm. All right. But what you mean? That that so that's where fairies come from. So you can just so when it's time to claim that you just you just seen an illusion. So wizards and fairies, uh, since they ain't real, that's 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 to throw off the people just off their rocker type shit. Cause like, it, cause it's it's no way in hell that I'm looking at something. You doing it right in my face? Are you gonna tell me no? You're not. And I'd be like, well, huh? I think, like, and I start saying, I think I, I, I am tripping. Like, how? That got to be the most, I'm talking about next level trying. Like, they be, they be, white folks are trying to try, boy, um, and getting through. And nowadays, it ain't just white folks. Well, yeah, 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 you're right. I think, but now, I do believe that they definitely are the teachers and they are the leader. and we are often playing the game of follow the leader, you know? And so if you see somebody that has something that you think you want, I would imagine that you would do what you think they do, what you saw them do. And, you know, the U.S. of A needs a leader. Like they was crying out for one. Like I'm talking about when people used to complain about the orange guy, all you heard was he's not a leader. And this is like, so you are searching for a leader. And this is like, dang. And to be honest, though, to be honest, now that Obama is out of office and we see what what it's worth now, for what it's worth now, if he would have never, if a president would able to do more than two terms and he would have got another term, I don't think we will find out the things. I think he would have rocked that. If he would have got another four years, boy, Obama would have rocked us completely to sleep. This right here would never have came. That what we got now, that we seeing for things for what it's worth, 
that that debacle with Hillary made a, a a bump in the road. And the thing about that is, okay, what's the less of the two evils that they wouldn't mind to go ahead and and call upon, which is Trump. They say, okay, well, he is now because they're not elected. So question for you then. Is that not what the presidential debates and, you know, elections? But, are? yeah, because it's, and they tell you it's every four years. So, bro, you got a whole three more years not to be all wrapped up in it. Because in between them four years, you got shit happening right in your city. You don't even know who your mayor is. That's who we vote. Would that change? Would, would, would that help you any though? That's who are that's who are actually really elected. Right. So a lot of folks, we never had people in place for us ever. Because mm-hmm. you know why? We never knew who it was because we weren't the ones voting for them. They would had us so focused on the president, the white folks was the ones electing them. They knew who was being elected. Us black folks didn't know. All we know is the damn president. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Atlanta again, you know, because they've Primarily look like uh, us. So, you know, it's, it's a great thing. But politics is an iffy one. You know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, politics is like the whole belief in money. Mm-hmm. You know, some people live and die by the dollar. And they'll do any and everything for it. Man, them old folk told us some shit, man, that we lost complete values of, bro. Mm-hmm. But they told us, boy, it's two things that you should never want to discuss out your house with nobody. Your religion and politics. That's how you keep trouble down. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, that we've lost that. Now, every you know, your opinion is out there. Who you voted for, like, it's not a secret ballot anymore. Who you voted for? But hey, guys, who you think we should vote for? All right, people really just asking like, well, I'm thinking like he's really having a full conversation like that over social media, not as in cookout, family gathering, having within your family. You putting it out on for the world to see, not just your people, eavesdroppers or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how they know what you're doing. And I mean, I know for me, I don't think that's the major issue. I think for thinkers, that could just be a presentation of more knowledge, you know, um, a, a, another opportunity to learn something new or to see a different viewpoint or something like that. But for followers, I can be a very dangerous thing because influence is real. So to have clout, boy, that's that's the way of the world to have that clout, boy. That's the way. That's the way. Man, bro, we 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 definitely dialogue today, bro. I I fuck with that, but we 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 came through on this one, man. I'm I'm glad you came back and Definitely, you got to you got to make it a thing, man. This definitely won't be the last time, man. 
Most definitely. Um, and Mr. Terry Brown, um, give them your information again. ELT Tree Service. Phone number is 912-438-3726. If you're ever in need of a tree, if you're ever in need of mental assistance, if you ain't feeling your best, if you ever feel alone, reach out. Like, I know those struggles. I know those struggles. Like, we stand together. And that's what we got to have, man. We got to have each other to uplift, man, because this is mental warfare, boy. You lose your mind. Is you got to stay strong. Keep keep everybody uplifted. So so we ain't we ain't getting tricked off the street or tricked out of life. They end it. To be a statistic. And man, I appreciate you coming through, man. And like you said, guys, this won't be the last time. And it's JP and Mr. Tay Brown on the FWM podcast. Bye with me. You know what I'm saying? You gotta grow out that equipment before you can build a building. You know what I'm saying? Get everything scored away. After I count the sheep, I don't dream of genies. I dream of lambs and Ferraris. Last shot off the dribble, I took a chance. Look a man out of eye any time that I shake his hand. Mind over matter and chit-chat, I'm chasing bands. 14 out the clan, classic versus shooting videos. Hot, sitting 10 and low. Slide through them Cali, still more money. More problems, give or take from his pocket. Watches wanted knowledge. Park is what I made this year. So here it is, my sincere apologies to any opposition. I just came from the bottom with no pot to piss in. Sleeping on the couch, food steps and dirty dishes. Eight months on the run, but that's nobody's business. A gram of twos is in a week, what you call optimism. Checkmate, Bobby Fisher, guess who opposition? I'm MJ, Space Jam, still ain't no competition. So who the heavyweight champ when it comes to winning? Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Far as yesterday's goes and what they hold for us. I'm with the tough who get going when they going get tough. You say it cost to be the boss, so you're right, show enough. See, I done bear witness to the heart. Submit. When you embrace the hater, play your part to win. Soon as you think it's over, it just start again. Let me give you a rundown from beginning to end. Okay, now here we By go again. I keep producing, you can see me when it's gloomy. Male groupies keep it moving. Shot my goonies in the boonies. I'm a walking, talking movie. Have some overwear and barker. Karma finally caught up. I got caught up with them robbers. Kicking down, messing them babies, waving the top. Best decision is get up or get shot up. On top of that, lady, you passed on me. I miss my partner. Then whoop you do lick it loop. I got locked up. Then Uncle Doug got sick, but God got you. More than just a man to my fam, the Godfather. Plus, my little boy just went fame for some fluke dollars. Guess he'd rather risk it off for he bank for a few dollars. Blue collar was best now. Hold your head, renavigate your routes. Stay tall, stay tough. I'm praying that you make it out. Chin up, chest out, gotta wait it out. Before they roll the credits on me, gotta play it out. The ashes and dust the dust. Far as Yesterday's goes and what they hold for us. I'm with the tough who get going when they going get tough. You say it cost to be the boss, so you're right, show enough. See, I done bear witness to the heart submit. When you embrace the hater, play your part to win. Soon as you think it's over, it just start again. Let me give you a rundown from beginning to end. Okay, now here we go again.